Welcome to the Hardcore Truth, where we discuss politics, society, and whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Rusty, the pissed-off libertarian. Thanks for listening. Well, everybody, it's the uh, end of the week, beginning of a new week. Um, hope you guys had a good good and safe weekend. Um, full disclosure, I really don't have a set um, topic for you this weekend. Um this weekend was pretty busy for me. Um, I just celebrated my birthday, so a lot of time and effort went into that. I apologize if this is uh, even more of a train wreck than it usually is, uh, so just try to bear with me. But uh, before we get into it, let's uh, do what we like to do at the beginning of every episode, every week, and that's thanking each and every one of you around the world to... Um, who takes the time out of their busy lives and schedule to listen to this little dumpster fire of a podcast that I have. So uh, without you guys, I wouldn't do this, and uh, I couldn't do it. So thank you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, start tonight's episode posing a question. And uh, it's more of a hypothetical question since, you know, you guys can't respond back to me, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, And the question is... um, Are you sick of it yet? Are you? And what do I mean by this? Are you sick of it? Everything that we are seeing, everything that we're hearing, it's all bullshit, right? It's lip service. I mean, yeah, you can go ahead and say that, you know, pretty much any politician is going to tell you anything that you want to hear, promise you you know, the the moon and stars to get your vote. And the first thing they do once they get elected and get that power is they completely fuck you over and forget all about you. That's typical, right? Um, but what I'm talking about, are you tired of it yet? It's kind of a multifaceted question. The first part of that question would be, are you tired of being told what you want to hear with no result coming out of it. Essentially, are you sick and tired of literally wasting your vote? And I'm not talking about the, uh, the person who tells you that you're wasting your vote if you're, if you're voting third party. We're going to get into that in a second. What I'm saying is, are you sick and tired of being lied to? Of course you are. We all are. And that's all we're seeing. Okay, that's, that's all we're seeing. One of the biggest things that really kind of just pisses me off the most is how I keep hearing from diehard Trump supporters, okay? It's how Trump is, you know, you know pro you know, 2A and everything like this, when in fact he's not, Okay, and a lot of a lot of you people who listen to this podcast, well, not a lot, but there's some of you who are Trump supporters. I, I want you to think about something. If the president was so pro Second Amendment, why would he say confiscate guns first, due process second? Now I know that was an old quote, but it doesn't matter because in the grand scheme of things. It's what they say that matters because at that time when they say these things, that's what they're feeling. Okay. Look at Joe Biden, for example. Look at any politician. Okay. 
Look at Lyndon Johnson when he signed the Civil Rights uh, Act. Okay, I mean, his famous quote for, for after signing that, while he was signing it. I don't need to remind you what that quote is. Look it up. It's there. <clears throat> um, but the fact of the matter is, if the president is supposed to be so, so pro-Second Amendment, why would he strengthen more ATF regulations? Not even just that. Why would he, why would he put someone in that position to head this, this department, the ATF? Why would he put somebody in that position to run it who is vehemently anti-Second Amendment? Why would he do that? Let's look at the facts here, okay? President Trump has signed more gun control measures than Barack Obama ever did. That's a known fact. And we know how Barack Obama's track record was. In this instant, you have to start asking yourself very serious questions. If he is supposed to be so pro-Second Amendment, why would he put someone in the position ahead of the department that could literally, that will literally steal your, take your guns away from you and steal your liberty and steal your right to, own, to have a firearm? Why would he do that if he was so pro-Second Amendment? Now, there is an interview that was done in the early 2000s where Donald Trump said that he identifies uh, politically more closer to Democrat than Republican. Now we're supposed to believe that this guy is a conservative through and through? No, because it's, it, it, doesn't ch- it doesn't check. It doesn't add up with his track record and currently with what he's doing right now. If he was so conservative, why would he do that? It just blows my mind. You know, and, you know, everybody, there's, I, I've even heard Trump supporters even say some, not all, but some, that said he is the most libertarian president we've ever had. That's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. It's laughable. Because a, a libertarian president would never do anything like that. And I know there's some of you, there's some fact checkers out there. And that's fine. Do your homework. Look at other sources other besides Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or Breitbart or whatever. Go straight to the source. It may be boring as shit. And it may not fit your narrative. But if you're actually going to do honest homework and if you're actually going to honestly try to get to the bottom of what I'm saying or what other people are saying, you will actually go and do legitimate research. It's as simple as that. I'm not voting for the man because personally I feel he hasn't done really, he really hasn't done shit for this country. And I I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, you know, what about the economy? What about this? What about that? Look, the economy swings wherever it's going to go. It's as simple as that. 
Is there things that he has done that has helped it? Of course, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying that he hasn't. But to say that he's the sole person who has made the economy better is just an out out and out falsehood. I'm sorry, it is. It's as simple as that. Look, I'm not an economist. Okay, I'm not. I'm not an expert on this field. That's why I've never done an episode on this. I don't have to, the time to sit there and pour into to, uh, into everything that goes into economics. I don't have the time for that. Okay, learning economics is something you can't do in a week or overnight. This is something that you really have to excel in to fully understand. Not saying that it's rocket science, but I'm not going to sit here and talk about something that I know nothing about. Okay? <laughs> it's as simple as that. Well, not know, not know nothing about, but not know nearly enough to do an entire episode on. So I just wanted to clear that up right there. But it's not only just him. You got to look at the other side of the ILT here too. Okay, since we're being forced to believe that we only have two options here, let's look at the other option, the other guy running for president. Okay, Joe Biden. This guy has literally been in D.C., has been in government. He's been a senator since 1973 and hasn't done fuck all since then, except, you know, say outlandish things, racist things. Single-handedly probably wrote the most racist piece of legislature in recent times. You know, for a guy who says all these things and has done the, you know, done this one thing that has greatly impacted the future, meaning now. I don't understand why there is such a huge push to want to vote for this guy. Now, I understand, you know, a lot of Democrats are probably voting for this guy because it's not Trump. That's not good enough. Because right there, you're really, all you're doing is selling out your conscience. The only thing that you're doing is selling yourself out. Because you're not willing to even look at another option. The only thing that you're worried about is the fact that it's not the current sitting president. And I'm sorry, that's fucking absurd to me. It is. When you have viable options, why would you settle for the one person or the other person who hasn't done anything? And see, and that's the major problem in this country, because everybody listens to pundits or they listen to their, you know, they listen to the, that one guy on Facebook or they listen to, you know, that one guy on NPR. Or they listen to that one guy on CNN. OK, that this is the only choice that we have are these two people and neither one of these two people are qualified to do this job. And there are some out there who are going to be like, well, the person that you're, you know, supporting, you know, she's this and this and this and this. Well, if you actually would have done any kind of research instead of just focusing on the one thing that she might have said, you would realize that's not what she meant. 
Okay, I mean, that's exactly what I'm talking about right there. You have people out there who are willingly and willfully trying to make you feel bad for not settling for the status quo. And that's what this is. When you're voting, when you're, when you're strictly voting for the two-party system, it is the status quo. It is. You are literally no better than these two people. And I've done an episode on how uh, people like to treat politicians as godlike figures. And it's absolutely disgusting. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle they're on. Okay? Yes, I heavily favor the libertarian presidential candidate, Dr. Joe Jorgensen. I do. Because she's the only one who is actually talking about uh, giving back our liberties and freedoms. And it's funny because I actually had a conversation with someone in a roundabout way. Um, Not face-to-face like I would like to have had, but, you know, it is what it is. This person is a staunch Trump supporter. That's fine. That's his choice. But if you're going to come at me with quote-unquote facts, don't take those facts at face value. Because we, you know, we actually had this similar type of thing when not that long ago when uh, somebody said that she wanted to sell all the uh, national parks. That's not what she said. If you would have taken the time to read the full article, it, w- it would have shown you that's not what she said, but that's what she was quoted as saying. See, that's what I'm talking about. People do not take the time to fully read things. And that's a major problem. They throw up, they throw up a, 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 a sensationalized um, header because they know that's the, that's the thing that's going to grab your attention. That's the thing you're going to be you know, drawn into because it's a major talking point. That's how they get you. So basically what it boils down to is that you, you have to do the research. Because if you don't, then you just come off looking stupid. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that to my friend or anything like that. Because at the end of the conversation, neither one of us swayed our opinions, but we had a civil conversation. And we walked away from that conversation, still friends. And that's something that does not happen in this country anymore. It's almost like if you have a difference in opinion, you're automatically the enemy of that person. And that's not how it's supposed to be. That's not how it should be. Okay? I mean, we we need to get back to actually having real conversation in this country. Not everybody's going to agree with everyone 100% of the time. That's not what I'm saying. But the fact of the matter is, is we used to be able to have civil conversations with one another. Still have a difference in opinion, but still walk away friends or as civilized human beings. But since things are in the way that they are now, it's damn near impossible anymore. And that's all done by design. They want to keep us divided. They want to keep this country divided because they want to, they want to drive a wedge. Because as soon as everybody wakes the fuck up and realizes what's going on around us, we're going to get together and we're going to put an end to it. And they know that. The government knows that. 
okay? This isn't conspiratorial. This isn't crazy talk. This is real talk. This is exactly what's going on in this country. All you have to do is open your eyes and look around you. You can see it. And it's not getting any better. And it has to. Because if we don't, the longer we keep doing this, we may not have a country anymore. And then the next thing you know, our rights and freedoms are gone. And yes, in many aspects, this is a very important election. Okay? It is. All elections are important. And the one thing that I keep hearing is, well, this is the most important election. This is the most important election. Why is this the most important election? Because this is what's going to happen. If Trump is voted president, if he wins re-election, the Democrats are going to make his entire presidency a living hell like they did for the last four years. Okay? Then, you know, the Democrats will get voted out and the Republicans are going to retake the House, possibly keep the Senate. Okay? But still nothing's going to get done. And that's the problem. Okay? If Joe Biden wins the presidency, yes, he will have those few years where the Democrats still hold the uh, the House, you know, uh, holds Congress. Okay, but it's going to be the same thing because once once that election cycle comes around, then the Republicans could retake Congress, and then. Nothing's going to happen there. It's just going to be constant infighting. Now, a lot of people are going to be like, well, if a libertarian president, you know, if a libertarian candidate wins the election, nobody's going to want to work with her. That may be so, but it sends a very clear and present message that we didn't fall for the bullshit this time. And even so, even if that does occur, Even if that does occur, it's going to wake up a lot of people. A lot of people are starting to already wake up and realize that this whole thing is rigged and it stinks like shit. Okay. People are going to realize that and they're going to realize it more and more and more and more and more people are starting to realize that now. But a lot of people say that, you know, if a libertarian were to win the presidency, Nobody's going to want to work with that candidate. Like I said, you very very likely might be correct. But you can guarantee that that candidate, that candidate is actually going to follow the Constitution to the T. 100%. A lot of things are going to change. And the system doesn't want that. Like I said, it's all about the status quo. It's all about keeping us divided. It's all about keeping us preoccupied to the fact that the government is taking our freedoms. That's the grand plan of all of this. Because honestly, I really want I really want someone to tell me. I really want somebody to tell me. What... What is the reasoning behind thinking that a libertarian candidate wouldn't be able to do a good job? 
Other besides the fact that, well, nobody's going to want to work with that candidate. Why not? Why not? I mean, shit, half the time, you know, the, they don't want to work with one another. So what would make this even, what would make this different? That's what I want to know. It doesn't make sense to me, folks. It doesn't, it doesn't add up. The argument here is, is invalid. On the, on the sheer premise and principle that it makes no sense. We're going to go ahead and say that this is crazy talk. Having somebody who is a libertarian possibly winning the presidency. That's crazy talk. But then you have other people who preach about socialism. Where that has never worked anywhere in the world. What makes you think that that's going to work? It hasn't worked anywhere else in the world. So what makes you think that it's going to fucking work here? It's not. The whole idea behind libertarianism is returning the country back to how it was prior to 1913. 1913 is when everything started going to shit. And a lot of people would actually say that it started before that. But 1913 is the year where everything just went belly up in this country. And it's funny too because it's like, you know, you libertarians are crazy because you don't want taxes and blah, blah, blah like that. We don't want to be taxed to death, okay? In a 100% completely tax-free nation would be great. It would be ideal. Is it feasible? Probably not. But we can get rid of all the taxes that we are burdened with from cradle to grave. Okay? And a lot of people would, would, you know, would ask, well, how would that work? How would that work? Well, you go back to how it was prior to 1913. Well, how are you going to run the government and the military? The way they did it prior to 1913. Through excise tax, tariffs, and the sale of uh, pub- public land, government land. The fact of the matter is this. The government owns... I don't know how many acreage of land in the United States that's not even being used. Something else for you to sit and think about too. If we were to bring all of our troops home from all all the countries around the world and close down those military bases, the profit that we would make off off the selling of those military bases could go back to our country. They'd come back here. And, you know, repairing roads, repairing the infrastructure, things like that. Taking care of said natural park, um, national parks, things like this. It's not, it's not an, an insane concept. There is no reason why our military is literally in every single country in the world. There isn't. You do, if you take, if you bring our troops home, keep them here in the United States. Keep them in this country. Become less intrusive in other countries. You're not getting wrapped up in other countries' bush wars and skirmishes and things like this. 
the, the fact of the matter is this, that the United States needs to stop being the world's police force. We don't need to be. We don't. I don't know how many people have to hear that. There is no reason why our troops are getting killed for something that doesn't, doesn't even involve our country at all. They say that everywhere there is a threat to our national security. Okay? Says who? When has it become when is it going to stop the wars for profit? When is it going to stop? That's what I want to know. We've been in we've been in in Afghanistan for 18 years. Why? The fight al-Qaeda? And don't get me wrong, I support our troops, I do. And there's no but in that. I do support our military, I support our troops. I do. At this point in time, we're only occupying space there. It's time for us to leave. And if they're going to kill each other off, so be it. Honestly, so be it. We cannot concern ourselves with other nations' problems. We need to step back. It's no secret that the United States is the strongest country in the world. It's no secret. We don't need to swing our dicks all the time. Everybody knows not to really fuck with us. That's why they leave us alone. So maybe it's time for everybody to come back and be home. So we could, we could put an end to this. It may be an unpopular opinion, but it's still an opinion. That's my point. We need to put an end to this. It's absurd. It is. At this point, it's, it, it, it's absurd. And I'm not saying that these people died for nothing. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying our troops died for nothing. That's not what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying at all. But it's time for them to come home. It's time for us to pull out. It's time to let these countries stand on their own two feet and take care of their own shit. Instead of having our military members being killed. It makes no more. It, it, it makes no sense. Like I said, I'm sorry this is all over the place. I warned you. I didn't have time to do a topic. So I'm really just trying to have a discussion. Okay. Maybe get out some ideas. Maybe, you know, create talking points. Whatever. You know, uh, not talking points, but conversation starters. So I'm trying to hit every topic that I can possible here. This is kind of like a variety show at this point in time. I'm sorry, everybody. But I, would, I didn't want to leave you guys without an episode this week. Because I slacked off. <laughs> um, but there, there, I mean, to me, there's really no reason why none of these ideas could work, you know, couldn't work. If we went back... And I said this before, if we literally went back 
to how this country was prior to 1913. There is no reason why it couldn't work. And what do I mean by that? Going back prior to the 19, to, um, 1913. 1913, a lot of things interesting happened in this country. First off, the Fed was created. Secondly, the federal income tax came about. Now, if we were to end all of that, get rid of all that, this country wouldn't collapse. And see, and see, and that's the biggest secret right there. Okay? They want you to believe that this country does not have a federal income tax, that we will fold on ourselves. That's total bullshit. We were just fine. We were, do- we were just fine doing things the way they were. And then 1913 happened. Now, all of a sudden, we have all these extra burdens on us. And for what reason? None. Because the, well, one, the government is an enormous, money-hungry, liberty-stealing whore. And that's exactly what it is. You can't tell me any different. You can't change my mind. All these taxes that we're supposed to, we're supposed to be paying, where are they going for? Explain to me, what, where are they going? Where is it all going? You literally have road construction um, that literally happens for an entire decade. By the time they're done, they have to start all over. How is that productive? That's not productive at all. So there goes your whole maraudes thing right there. If it literally takes an entire decade to fix a highway from start to finish, and when you finish, you have to start all over again, then what the fuck is the point of even starting the project to begin with? Explain that to me. That's something that I want to know. And then everybody was just like, well, what are you supposed to do? Privatize the roads? And they'd be like, well, yeah, why not? Well, you know, if you privatize the roads, people can put up tolls. No, they can't. No, they can't. Well, yeah, they can, according to you. If they do that, they can set up tolls because they own it. Yeah, but are people going to do that? I highly doubt it. And even if they did do it, people would just be like, well, fuck that. I ain't paying it. What are you going to do about it? Not jack shit. <clears throat> See, what people want you to think libertarianism is complete and total anarchy and that's not true it's not it's all about common sense we know it we know what we have to do in this country we know what we have to do in order to fix it but we don't and that's the sad part because we're we allow ourselves to be browbeated into believing what we believe is wrong and it's not wrong why is it wrong we're not hurting anybody. In fact, it's, a, it's, it's quite the opposite. We want, we want to take, uh, take control of things and leave everybody alone. And that's something this government doesn't do. It's as simple as that. That's how it's simply put. But there are people out there who want you to believe that that's not true. They want you to stick with the two-party duopoly, and it's sad. Because those people don't know what libertarianism is. I mean, at this point in time, it's, it's almost hilarious. Because we finally have a candidate who has a plan, has a good plan, 
But yet she's being silenced. She's being silenced. She's being ignored. And you have people trying to say that, you know, she's somehow pro-Marxist. And I mean, it, it, it's a fear campaign is what it is. But yet she's the only one who has a plan in order to get your liberties back. Get, you know, give you more freedom. Give you more liberty. Whatever the government has taken, taken from you, she wants to give it back to you. But again, we're being told by people that it's a wasted vote. It's a wasted vote. How is that a wasted vote? Because if, if somebody votes Trump, that vote goes for Trump. If somebody votes for Biden, that vote goes for Biden. But if I vote for Jorgensen, that automatically means that my vote's going to go for either, either Biden or, or Trump. How does that make any fucking sense? My vote's going for her. And they say, well, you essentially vote three times. That doesn't add up. That doesn't add up at all. It's, it's absurd. It's 100% absurd. The Council of Elections, that's, that's a, a, a bigger joke right there. They're actually supposed to be 100% in the middle. They're not, they're not supposed to be for or against anyone. But it's a known secret that it's ran by Republicans and Democrats. So right there, that shows you that if you have an outside, if you have an outside voice, it's not going to get heard, i.e. the Libertarian or the Green Party. Okay? It's not going to get heard. These people are supposed to be Switzerland, essentially, in all of this. Okay, they're supposed to be, and that's not a shot at my Swiss listeners. It's not. It's just a saying here in the United States. Moving on. They're supposed to be completely neutral in all of this. Okay. But they're not. So maybe it's time to reevaluate that as well. All I'm trying to do here, folks, is give you something to think about. Because everything that you're hearing and everything that you're reading and everything that, you know, is going on around us, it's all complete bullshit. And I think a lot of us already know that. I think a lot of us have woken up to the fact that we've been lied to our entire fucking lives. From the time that we were, we were told about voting to the point where we're allowed to vote to now, it's constantly changing. The whole get out to vote thing. That's hysterical in its own right, because it's get out to vote, but you're only supposed to vote for the person that I say you should vote for. Because if you have a difference in opinion, or if you have a different um, outlook on things, and you're going to vote for a third party, well, your vote doesn't count. Well, I thought all of our votes counted. I thought all of our votes mattered. Apparently, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. I don't know, people. It's just, it. all of this rubs me the wrong way. 
we actually have a chance. We actually have a shot. And it's being downplayed as hard as possible because they're scared. They're terrified. They're terrified. Like I said last week, after the presidential election and that fucking train wreck, I don't know how that was, not the election, I'm sorry, the uh, uh, debates, the presidential debates, um, and how much of a big fucking train wreck that was, there was a massive spike in, in um, interest of the Libertarian Party and in interest of the uh, Libertarian presidential candidate, Dr. Joe Jorgensen. Even so, in fact, that she got so many hits on her website that it literally crashed. Because people are sick and tired of what they're seeing. They're sick and tired of it. They want to change. They want something different. And this could be this could give it to them. Which has the two-party system terrified. So something for you to think about. You know, our party used to be laughed at, mocked, ridiculed. But we're starting to get a lot of attention. Maybe it's the wrong attention. Because the kind of attention that they're giving us, it's to downplay us, it's to silence us. It's, again, it's to mock and ridicule us. But more and more people are starting to figure out that they've been sold a ration of shit. And more and more people are waking up to the fact that they have, finally have another option. And we as Americans should exercise our right to demand better, to want better. And maybe, just maybe, if enough people decide to vote this way, it will send a very clear message to them, like I said. It's just a thought. Just a thought, people. So, I don't know. You tell me what you think. In this crazy, fucked up world that we're living in right now, today, why wouldn't you want something better? Why would you want to just stick with the same old, same old? It's been a failure. It's been a blight. And the biggest casualties of all of this are us. So maybe it's time to take it all back and show them that we're not going to, this is unacceptable. We're not going to be doing this anymore. Maybe it's time that we show them that. Maybe it's wishful thinking. I don't know. Something to think about though, isn't it? Sounds good. Let's put it in the let's put it in the theory. And if 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 you believe in the trends, if you sh- if you believe in polling and everything like that, and I know that constantly changes day to day, minute to minute, sometimes. 
But one thing has been consistent through all of this. More and more people in the United States are identifying themselves as libertarian than ever before. That's got to say something. That's got to show that we need to be taken seriously. Because the people, the people are demanding difference. They're demanding a change. They're demanding to be recognized. And this is the kind of thing, this is how it starts. This, this exact thing right here could make all the difference in how this country will continue. Do we keep chugging along like we have been? Do we go more of a route that has failed everywhere in the world? Where it's been, you know, tried and forcefully implemented? Or do we try to go back to how things were prior to all this shit? And there's a large, large, large group in this country who want to go back to how things used to be before all this shit. And like I said, that speaks volumes. That really makes you have to stop and think. Maybe there is more to this than just, you know, bumper stickers and, you know, you know slogans and everything like this. You know, maybe this is, maybe this is serious. Maybe this is what, what needs to happen. So like I said, I don't know. We'll see. We we shall see in November. That's for sure. But I know this is going to be kind of a short episode, and I'm sorry, guys. Like I said, you know, I kind of slacked off this weekend. Um, I promise you the next episode will be better. (laughs) Um, I'll actually have a topic for you. And we'll dive into that topic more intimately and actually discuss more things. There's just some things that, you know, I wanted to talk about and get off my chest, I guess. And, you know, possibly make you uh, want to investigate some more. Um, so, you know, and I tried to do that with every episode that I do. You know, this was more kind of a free-flowing uh, idea-type episode, I guess you could say. You know, just trying something new and partly because I slacked off and I suck and I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, so, you know, hopefully, like I said, just like with every episode of this podcast, you know, I hope you learn something new. I hope, you know, you guys, you know, hear something that you might want to talk to, you know, talk about with other people, see what they have to say. And maybe it'll, uh, cause you to do some of your own research and to look into other things. A lot of things that I talk about on here. Um, either way, if it helps, that makes me glad, you know, that makes me happy. I feel that I'm actually doing something in order to help instead of cause more issues. Because the only thing that we try to do here 
<clears throat> is we try to cut through all the bullshit. We try to cut through all the bullshit, present you a show that is that is fair. And then I will actually give you information instead of just blindly following the talking heads on, on TV. That's the, that was the whole idea. That's why I started this. Because I was sick and tired of watching the news and hearing the same damn thing over and over and over. It didn't matter which news uh, organization it was through. It didn't matter what channel it was on. It was literally the same scripted bullshit that was, you know, allowed to be shown. And we were supposed to just listen to it. I wanted this to be different because I wanted to give you as much information as possible. And whatever you decide to do with that information is completely and utterly up to you. But the whole point of this podcast was to put the information out fairly. No side is saved at all. And that's what I really wanted to do here. So, again, you know, like I said, I hope you guys get something out of it and, um, you know, continue to listen. Um, so, with that being said, that's pretty much all I got for this week. Um, again, sorry it was a little lackluster, but um, I slacked off this week. I'll own up to it. So, um, you know, just just take care of one, uh, one another out there. You know, be good to one another. We're living in really hard times. Things are super fucked up right now. So what you need to do is just be safe. Honestly, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. But stay vigilant. Change is coming, and it's coming soon. Just be patient. So with that being said, until next week, keep your nose to the air and your ear to the ground. Be safe. Be vigilant. I will talk to you guys next week. Rusty out.